Welcome to the PDKU Podcast. Please don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Oh, I don't want to die. It's a, it's a triad. We operate off of a triad in most scenarios in this uh, podcast, which is... We're going to attempt to. For you older, some deuces some nights, but you know. Right. And for you older folks, what that means is we're like a throuple, but not romantically, just... Uh, Podcast-wise. If they could only see the stores stickers on their, your door right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read them out later. Go ahead. Right, right. I'm Nathan Future. Uh, we got... How you go by on this? I don't we'll know. We'll go by Vic T. Miza. Okay, right? Vic T. Miza. I'm just going to go by Dylan. Dylan. There you go. And Dylan. Dylan, yep. He used to be in the... Oh, he's been in quite a few of the older episodes. If you listen back in the day, I mean, we're talking a couple years back, but still. And uh, he was under Kurt Hendricks back then, and he came out. There we go. He kicked the door down and said, I don't care. My name is Dylan. Yeah. If you listen to the episode before this, you get a little more information. There you go. Because he was was ready, boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we did the poker one. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was good, but it was hard to do both. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, play poker in a timely way. Yeah, especially when you have so many different opinions. And then some people were actually kicking in that was playing poker that made it fun for me. No, for sure. I think having Hunter and some more generational opinions uh, helped with the perspective. That's one thing you're going to get here at the PDUK podcast that you're not going to get a lot of the podcasts. And this is just, I'm not trying to out anybody or anything else, but Dylan's a young man. He's a young man. He isn't even 30 years old yet. Close to it, but not 30 yet. Nate, the future, you know, I ain't going to call him middle-aged because that's dirty as shit. <laughs> you know? Well, because if I'm middle-aged, what the fuck are you? As I was getting ready, good guys are getting there. I'm a couple years worth. My senior said, discount, baby, what? Yeah, but yeah I'm yeah. an old man. But this guy right here, he's, you know, he's about 40, and I'm, I'm over 50 years old. So you got three different generations. Think about that. All talking about the same subjects, about what's affecting you, what you're reading, what you're looking at right now. So just think about that when you're listening and try to – you know, give me a little bit of slack. <laughs> Maybe yeah. think think about how differently the generational people think on certain topics. Because we want your brain to be working while you're doing this. We're not trying to tell you what to think, how to do, how to act, what to... We're just telling you to research stuff for yourself. That's it. And make your own decisions. And don't let anybody else tell you how to think or what to do. Period. Unless you're at the work. Then don't be like cussing your boss out and going, PDKU, baby! <laughs> right. If you didn't hey. be boss. But hey, don't. Right. don't. Definitely do that. get that on... Uh, Yes. Video. Oh, yes, for sure. If you cut with a PDKU fist in the air. Or if you're sitting there and you cuss him out, kind of like, what's what's the name of the movie where he goes, you're cool, you're cool, fuck you. (laughs) What is, uh, I forget the name of that, man. Um, I don't know. Oh, is it... um... Anyway, office so, space? No, no it's, it's not, not that. Too. But it, one of the one of the one of the listeners will know. Let us know. And when you do, hit us up with feedback and tell us what it is. It's like one of the one of the stoner movies, but it's awesome. Uh, that's an awesome scene. I've seen so many memes of that shit over the lifetime. But anyway, I guarantee it. Yeah, uh, three well, different we're, generations. We're on Facebook, uh, PDKU podcast on there, and then you'll on be able Twitter, to listen to this podcast there if you want to. If that's your chosen media. Yeah, yeah, we got it on Twitter as well at PDKU Podcast. Big shout out to the Anchor app. That's where we're recording this right now yep. on just an iPhone. So give us a little credit for where credit's due. That's not a plug for iPhone. That's a plug for Anchor. <laughs> there you go. But there's a whole lot of stuff we want to get into tonight. And it's cool because every single person here, even though they're from a different generation, is bringing a piece of what we consider either current affairs or something that you should be thinking about. Or at least something fun to us. Right. We're going to bring to you. Hell, later on, we may even talk about what we've been watching on Netflix. Who knows? But we're, we're, the main thing is, I'm going to let Nate the Future start this off because this is his baby. His, his, you know what I'm saying? This is his, uh, 
He's the godfather of this podcast by far. There ain't no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. This podcast would not exist without Nate the Future. So well, I'm going to let him start this off. Not just me. It's all of us for sure. We've all contributed in different ways. I mean, you know. It's Take sure. your credit. Visa, right. MasterCard, America Express. <laughs> I heard not PayPal. We'll get into that right. later. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, PayPal. I appreciate You're it. You're the godfather. For sure. I give you your props for credit too. And part of the concept that we kind of talked about when we talked about the generational thing was the fact that no matter how you know, awake we are to use the, you know, colloquial terms as opposed to woke, being awake to, you know, the, to certain things in society and politics, culture, sports, just everything, you know, there's a common thread in my opinion amongst all of it. Yes. And no matter how much all of us, you know, three of us think about that and are aware of it, we're still kind of pre-programmed with things in our generation that the other ones didn't get indoctrinated, absolutely. You know, whether it's good or good or bad, who knows? I'm going through puberty. Uh, That's something <laughs> for you guys to decide. I mean, and if it affects you, then the same way. That's something to think about too. And usually, yeah, I would imagine it on a different way depending upon the topic. Somebody listened to it, like, oh shit, yep, I can think about. It. You know what I mean? So, it, it it really depends, but. I think that's interesting to see what we're going to be like. Oh, well, I feel like this about it because in school, like for me, critical thinking was always something big in school. That was something they always pushed us to do. You know, look Mm -hmm. at this, think about it, get to that conclusion. And I feel like now, man, it's so much different uh, as far as that's concerned. And you want the answer to be the pre-programmed answer. There is this singular answer instead of taking it in, thinking about it from your own perspective and then spitting out, you know, whatever you're conclusion might be yeah they want this specific answer you know something i have noticed is that no matter what generation is everyone thinks that their opinion matters from your generation my generation and your generation of course everybody thinks fuck hey hey this is what i think about this everybody thinks their opinion matters sometimes it don't folks no offense just saying sometimes your opinion really doesn't matter it you have a right to it i want to hear it I'd like to hear it. We'll talk about it. Did we, but in the grand scheme of things, it may not mean shit. Did we have this conversation on the last podcast that we did about the quote-unquote your truth? Or was this just I, that? That was on the was last podcast. Was it at that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking about which, like, which, everything could be spun. Yeah, right. Which right. is exactly what you're talking about. I mean, there's, in my opinion, there's a difference in perspective, yes. life experience. You know, we've already got words for these things. That Speculative. That that way of trying to say your truth, it's yet another way to isolate people, you know, kind of paint them into a different box, a simulation, if you will, a, a controlled, I'm a, I'm a white male, 40s, you know, uh, divorced, got kids, you know, all these categories that they use to then manipulate. Simplest ultimately. terms, easiest definitions. Yeah. It breaks down just like that. That's a line from an old movie, but it breaks down just like that. Simplest terms, easiest definitions. They will love you with this, this, and this. You're a 50 year old white male, right? You know, uh, predominantly in a white area. But what we're pitching here is the three different perspectives. So yeah. we have yes. already painted ourselves into that same box by saying that this is a generation here's perspective. Right. This is a generation here's perspective. Yeah. This. So, all, so we're all guilty the, ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm trying to point out. That is that we're not trying to say we're better than anyone else or that what we're saying is absolutely right and you have to believe us. What we're saying is draw your own conclusions. Let Think it. for yourself. That's what we're trying to That's I'll keep reiterating that. I think, Nate, the future, you should decide what topic we're going to start off on and then we're going to go to the young man first and let him go at it and then we'll go to the old man and then we'll let you back clean up. They're middle so, All right, so I think something that will 
Is that okay we, for the first topic? Yeah. Okay. What was it? What'd you say? You decide what topic. Oh, okay. We're gonna go to Dylan. Well, I was gonna say I think what I you know what I anticipate is that we're gonna constantly have some common threads like you know what's the hot news in general, maybe in the political and sports and entertainment, and, oh, you know yeah. whatever. Uh, world events, obviously with Russia. I think Russia. last time we talked about Academy Awards slap too. That got thrown in there for a minute. That might have. Yeah, the the Wills. Yeah, because it was about that time. Maybe. Yeah. Didn't it you say was... he's nominated for an Academy Award this year? So far, it's looking that way. He may get an Academy Award nomination That's... this year. Wouldn't that be kind of weird, hey? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, if it, I gotta watch the movie, let me watch the movie. I'll give you my opinion. So here's what if I'm thinking: it's think. legit or not? If so, it's legit, I'll tell you. I ain't gonna lie. I watch hundred movies know. a year in the theater, so I'm a good, I'm a, I, I have a good opinion on that. Go ahead. Uh, what is the movie called? The I movie? can't remember. I'll look it up for you while you're talking. Because I think I saw a trailer for it. Did it already come out? Mm-mm. Not yet. It's not coming out, dude. Ain't no Oscar movies out yet. The Well isn't out yet, which possibly uh, should win. Well, I can't look it up because my phone's doing something else right now. Uh, but so I'm thinking, you know, obviously the Kanye West is is hot in the news right now, and oh, then yeah. Russia just, or well, not Russia. There was just, well, yeah, Russia, I guess, just bombed Ukraine. Biggest bombing be, since they started. Could be in retaliation Supposedly. to the bridge that got blown up, between, that run between, runs between the two. I definitely uh, want to talk about this. The so, pipeline, you mean? Uh, well, not even the pipeline. There was a bridge that just got blown up the other day, um, actually, that runs in between, I think it's Crimea and Russia, kind of down towards the bottom. Okay. Uh, it got blown up. Somebody drove a truck on it and blew it up. Uh, now Russia just fixed it. I heard so they've they've repaired it, but uh, you know, man, I don't know. So from those two topics, I think we could go on either one of them. Um, you know, I think we could go a little long on Kanye. So let's talk about the Russia stuff first. Okay. Because I think the Kanye thing is more interesting. But <laughs> it's making it, me laugh as I think about it. I'm watching the, what but, you show. Yeah. So I, and I don't know how much information all of us have on the Russia thing, but I mean, from what I understand. Yeah, you know, they they retaliated with a, a lot of I have a couple questions for you today. guys on that, on yeah. your opinions on it, so it'd be good. Yeah, Dylan. Uh, so on Russia, it's it seems like a um, staring contest that neither side wants to back down off of currently. And, you know, it's interesting that you have billionaires like Elon Musk and Donald Trump that are reaching out even outside of like a political sphere trying to help come to a a peaceful solution for everyone and it doesn't seem like the establishment um has any real desire to have a peaceful resolution to all of this other than Trump and Musk and I can maybe think of a couple who else have you heard either side say that we shouldn't be fighting or contributing to this by giving them weapons and money and Rand Paul and you know maybe DeSantis. I don't know that I could quote DeSantis not being just supportive. assuming, but you haven't even heard him, right? No, I haven't. My heard point him. is, is that it's ironic that really the only two people that have talked about trying to have peace and do it in a peaceful way are uh, you can turn it that way uh, are. Um, Trump and Elon Musk. I mean, I, I think Tucker Carlson spoke against it. And, you know, some people I listen to, Crowder and Jones. And, and Crowder actually has a debate on his show about it. But um, in my opinion, I think it's just a scheme to launder money. I, I think we're just giving them weapons to go. Because ultimately, I think we've provoked them. Uh, I think that the United States, the United Nations have 
have leveraged themselves in a way that they force Russia to do something. Uh, Barack Obama got criticized. He made a red line, and it was, you know, Russia's not going to do this. And then they took Crimea when he was president. And he got criticized because he didn't really do anything. Sanctioned them, sanctioned, whatever, nothing. Uh, you know, Trump didn't really have any conflicts with Russia. They, you know, obviously sold it like they were working together, and he even met with Putin a couple times, and then they met in some, you know, world leader events. But, you know, not a lot happened at all when Trump was president. And as soon as Joe Biden gets in, you know, in the very country that they were using to try to impeach Donald Trump with, the Ukraine, talking about how corrupt it is, we're now funding a war, quote-unquote, with Russia uh, in the Ukraine uh, with a guy who is a, a former fucking actor-comedian as a president who's literally played uh, and acted on shows where he was the president, you know, taking over a war-stricken country type shit. Like, it's, an, it's insane. Um, it's very simulation-y. It'd be and, like walking into work and Michael Scott's your boss. Right. And, and, he has no <laughs> you know? qualms, and he has no qualms about and telling us that we need to keep giving them money. Like, no qualms about it. So it's like, well, what for what? And when everything in the country, I, I say everything very generically, but I mean, across the board, shit is bad in America. It's, you know, things are more expensive. You know, shit ain't as, as high quality. Uh, roads are ass, you know, Schools are looking rough across the board, you know, it just the COVID shit they're using as a cover. Like there's a lot of stuff that's negative, but we keep sending money over to this country, you know, and they keep just, well, we got to, we got to, you know, I think we sent maybe 20 billion at this point promised, I think like 60, but I don't think all of that's been, you know, come, you know, they've not finalized that, but I mean, you know, think about how many people are getting paid in this situation that, May or may not have helped Joe Biden win the fairest election that's ever happened. I definitely think that it is a scheme for money making. I wouldn't claim to be the most uh, knowledgeable about global tensions. Right. Um, it does seem pretty, I, I wouldn't even say ironic, but... Um, interesting the amount of money that's being funneled into this situation immediately after we all had seemingly agreed that we shouldn't be trying to police the world right um i don't know if that's gonna happen in your lifetime young man it's been I mean, that way for a long time, man. Ironically enough, we didn't have to do much when Trump was president. I mean, we did bomb a couple of places, I guess. He bombed Syria, I think, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Still, I mean, no offense, I don't think there was nuclear weapons talk, except people being scared that he was the guy that could push the button. No. But, I mean, nah. really, I mean, I'm saying that jokingly, but, I mean, I don't think there was nuclear weapons talk, if I can remember correctly. No. Nah, really I'm not as, as well versed as you guys on brand new, you know, like, state-of-the-art type of things. Like, y'all talk about some stuff poker table, I'm like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. What you talking about, you know? So. But, no, yeah, it's it's definitely, uh, it's escalated. And the fact that they just keep putting the the term nuclear war out there, nuclear... Our own president uh, did it. Uh, for the yeah. first time years. And there was people, there was people all over the board. I'm not trying to, I don't want this to be split down and go, oh, you guys don't, don't, you know, think about it. Or the left, or you don't think about the right... I'm going to be honest with you right now, as far as politics go, I get my information from people who I know will give me their honest opinion. And that's the best thing you can do, because if you watch a certain news channel, I don't care. I can't think of any news channel, p- 
period, right now, off the top of my head, that will give you an unbiased opinion of what's going on in the news. It's going to be slanted one way or the other. And that's an awful, terrible thing, but it's been that way forever, and we ain't going to change it. You have to kind of look at three or four different news sources and consider their biases and then Read try to lines. Uh, figure out what really happened in the situation that's being reported upon. And that's it's, hard for you as a 30-year-old. Imagine being an old-ass man like myself who, like, as soon as I hear something, if it's somebody I trust, I'm like, damn, really? That's the way it is? And I find out later on, you know, being from the area of the Cold War where I grew up, I always had a bias against, you know, don't get me wrong, Russian women are hot as hell. But I, no offense, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. But it was always like America against Russia. So I always had the, 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 the preconceived notion, don't trust a Russian person. Don't, you know, I wouldn't. And that's a horrible way to be. But I grew up being in the Cold War with them and my, all my aunts and uncles and family members are always like, Russia bad, America good, Russia bad, America good. And... That was instilled in me. And so even to the point of wrestling where there was never no Russian wrestlers, I was like, man, they were so dope, dude. They were so good. I was like, damn, Ruskies, the hell with them. I mean, and we had the same anti-Muslim sentiment after post-9-11 in my generation, which leads to the issue with why Kanye's tweets are problematic after... Seemingly having a good day, having very thoughtful conversation on the uh, Tucker Carlson show. It was a two-parter, too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And I want to say something real quick before we jump to that, because I just looked this up. I was going to bring it up, but I wanted to make sure I could find it. Uh, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of uh, Britain, he, uh, he basically told Zelensky to not have a peace deal with Russia. Like, they were pretty close to having a deal and an agreement, and then he went there and met with them, and he was like, no. So, when people think about this war and this shit that's going on, think about why one of our... And you can look it up. You know, look up Boris Johnson in Peace Talks um, and, and ask why would one of our allies, essentially, tell him not to do it, and why is there zero conversation about a peaceful resolution? Why is it only about escalating the tensions constantly? Well, I mean, the pipeline that was blown, there are a lot of people that, you know, I wouldn't typically take as having anti-American sentiment that are saying that that was probably us a couple weeks after Joe Biden said, oh, if we don't want this to happen, this isn't going to happen. Right. Um you know, it's not a coincidence that it's no longer happening. No such thing as coincidence. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. You know, no such thing as coincidence. Um, but, and then even that gets into the the price that we're selling off this oil uh, from our reserves and the price mm-hmm. we're going to buy from OPEC to fill those reserves. Lowest our reserves have been in like 50 years, 40 years. Right. It's crazy though that you're so conditioned already. You're like, oh, three eighty nine at the pump. That's not bad. That's not five dollars. You don't. You know. You hate it when you see your grand your, your grand totals over fifty bucks to fill up your tank, and you drive like an economy car. I mean, mine's like forty or fifty to fill up if it's low. You know, I try not to let it get that low because that's depressing. When after you put the handle back and you see how much you spent. Just yeah. to put gas in your yeah. car, you know? It's rough. They did us like PayPal's trying to do us. They shocked us real hard to give us that first knee-jerk reaction, and then they it's a lighter shock. But and you're they back still, it on down and be like, hey, 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 okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to elbow you in the mouth of an accident. This is a 
bunch. Yeah. But exactly. That's the, they condition you to do those things. And I I noticed that back when I guess it was probably almost ten years ago when it did jump to five dollars a gallon. The last time it did, and it was awful because I was driving a truck. And it ate gas. It's I mean, ridiculous. I would be, oh, it was so horrible. And I remember, like, I physically ran out of gas six feet from the pump. And had to get the boys out to help me push the truck up to the pump. I'm a grown-ass man. Anyway. And I was like, how you run out of gas? But to my defense, you know, I was driving the old man's truck at the time. And it didn't, uh, it didn't have too good of a gas gauge. So that's how, how long ago it was. But uh, I've seen reports in Europe that they're having, uh, like, mile-long lines waiting to get to gas pumps. That's insane. The that's what it's going to get to having. here. That's what I mean. You know, at what point are we going to understand that we can't just go electric right now? We just can't. I mean, and the most ironic thing is that you have to charge it using electricity that's running off of fossil fuels. Like, it's so ignorant to me. Like, it's the dumbest It's kind of backwards. Well, yeah. And then then all the the contents that you have to put into the batteries to make the cars. I I heard tonight, just this past week at the poker game. That's where I get some of my, my news. But I heard that one of the newer cars, the electric cars they're bringing out, takes... Two days once you buy it to charge it. You have to charge it for two whole days in, before you can even drive it at all. California is telling people already that, hey, you might have to go several hours throughout the day with no electricity or at least as minimal as possible. Like, what are we talking about? Like, at what point if are people going to be like, hey, man, this is, this is shit. Like, the climate change thing that you're using to manipulate my whole life, I don't think it's as serious. Please let me just go back to normal and let's let's do as best we can transition but man we need oil we need it like what the fuck elon musk who created the like uncreatable in the electric car industry like he has forced all the major manufacturers to come up with their own electric vehicle to put out just to compete with his and that dude is saying we can't go a hundred percent sustainable right now. Like we Let have me ask to. You, still what's a baseline use... Tesla cost you? Like at that bottom of the barrel baseline Tesla, twenty k, twenty five maybe. Oh, I bet it's both, that's both, like forty. Yeah, look at it. I'd imagine it's more than that. I think it's at least forty. But like but, brand new twenty twenty two. I was gonna say like thirty five. Even like even like even a couple years old. I don't care. Like a used good Tesla. Twenty eighteen go. Tesla. There we go. That worked. I, I mean, that'd but, probably be 25, 25. And you know, look, the market can dictate what happens with these cars like it should. But there's no reason that we should not right now be producing oil as a means to help earn money, uh, as a means to help the market of oil. Uh, just all around, it makes things better. We make it better than anybody else. Our standards would have to be cleaner than OPEX and Venezuela's and Russia's. You know, I'd imagine we would be doing it the cleanest. So let's we have do to that. Be holding up to higher standards for sure. Yeah. So Just because of the laws that are in place here, we right, have so the we have the EPA, which is not at all in any way, shape, oh, or form right. a piece of shit organization. No, no, no way they're corrupt. I mean, in my opinion, man, there should be so many federal government uh, organizations. Get out of here. Go. Yeah, the EPA is so fucking terrible, dude. Cut well, oh. they stand in the face of the. Moving to <clears throat> being able to manufacture and drill for our own oil and have these high standards, you, those government agencies that are coming in to have the high standards and are scrutinizing are pushing 
the businesses out of the country because those businesses are trying to be for profit. They're not non profit organizations. They, you know, and that's the problem is that they've become political. There's no there, and this is the problem with the whole big part of what we'll talk about. And every time we talk about things, is is how things are discussed and how things are talked about and how the conversation is always controlled. In a certain way, they're gonna have you talking about a subject in a way that they, they want, want you to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, they're not it's, gonna have you look at the opposite side of that. You're gonna have all. to. You you're gonna to. have to like dig through some fucking rough grass to find your golf ball. You know what I'm saying? Like before you can get through to that person, you're gonna have to say, "Okay, well, no, this is why I feel this way." Okay, well, now this is you know. Let's get to the point of the matter. Ultimately. There's gonna be some hurdles, right? Gotcha. And. So I just, you know, it's like people just will follow and... Well, and we're living in an age where I would say getting somebody to invest that amount of time in something that they don't actually care about is the most difficult part of it. It is a lot easier to just take the information they're cramming down your throat and say like, okay, yeah... There is no injustice, or there's all the injustice. We need to start or... slunking eggs. That's so gross. Hey, it's I've done it before, and it's awful. It is great for you, that but dude, it's awful. That dude tells you which ones to get. It's shredded, too. He should shred it, motherfucker. Um, but even that, the health trends. So this gets into a topic recently with um, lawmakers speaking out against TikTok and claiming it is the algorithm is negatively targeting American children instead of right, Chinese children giving content that is instead of being productive to your mind um, detrimental to your mind I mean I can't imagine that's any different than in the other social medias though honestly oh, I mean I it can. may be worse because of the format of TikTok and what kind of content you can get across quickly you know in a short amount of time but it also has one of the most difficult to understand rules and guidelines that you have to agree to there's certain things that you have to go in there and turn off where it doesn't record every one of your keystrokes, every 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 screenshot you take. Every yeah. it can monitor your keystrokes and your screen and your microphone and your camera, and you have to give it access to that. If you don't go into certain settings and deny all that, then that's most people are just doing that. Now, if you most people's attitude towards that that I've talked to, because I've talked to people about TikTok, because I don't have it on my phone, and that's just the the old me. You know, okay, well, there's eight billion Chinese men. You know what I'm saying? And that was aligned with Russia during the Cold War. And so even though our country now owes them more money than they'll ever be able to repay them, which is a fact. It's not something I'm making up. Right. You know, the United States owes China more than... Like, the, the crazy thing is if we, they end up doing something for us, we don't get paid now. Now they're just like, all right, just take it off our bill. Yeah, that's a good position to be. I've been in that position with people before. You know, oh, it's a yeah. good position to be where you're like, yeah. I mean, just take off what you owe me, homie. And you're like, well, damn it. They're like, damn, I didn't... That kind of sucked. <laughs> Especially with being a country that wants to ultimately take our spot in the global economy, you know, grand scheme of things. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that, that we don't ban movies from China here. We don't. Nah. The Chinese movies that are considered for in Asian movies that are considered for Academy Awards and stuff. Yeah, they're few and far between. I'm not gonna lie, but the ones that are made there, I have access to. If I want to see something that was made in China this past year, then everybody said it was excellent or whatever. I have oh, access yeah, to it. They actually. highly manipulate our what, movies. Our, for sure. Which one is free though? Which what? one is free? What? 
which one of those environments is free? The environment where you have access to those things that we are discussing whether they should be censored or the environment where they are already being censored? Ours is definitely more free. Right. And I don't know about you all. I prefer that environment. My second thing is that China had for many years, they would tell citizens because of the amount of population that we have, we're the biggest population on the, on, yes. in the country, you can only have a certain amount of kids. Yeah. Me, now, don't get me wrong. I think some of the people like the Duggars, has <laughs> got like 19 kids. How can you have 19 children and have a successful, any kind of real relationship with them if you have 19 children? It would be so hard. That means if you spend one hour a day with them, you got five hours left to sleep. Per day, and I mean, I'm, that's just me personally being a father saying it's be really hard. It's hard for me. I'd, I'd have to get them all together, together for one hour out of the day. <laughs> like, let's all go do some shit. Right. Yeah, but after that, they would each want to come and spend time with dad. I'd be like, no, nah, I got shit to do. You're gonna be a shitty father. No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. I think you'd be a great dad. I'm just yeah. fucking with you. But that, that's what I'm saying. Now, the, the country that's done those two things. Not that we haven't done way worse. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, me as a personal uh, person, I grew up watching that, and I thought, well, you know, right now, if I wanted to go have 10 babies, mamas, you know, I could have that, because that's back before I was married, when that rule was in effect for China, yeah. where they limited how many children you could have. And there's also other things where, like, you're not allowed to speak out against certain things. They still have... I mean, they almost, have a social credit score in China already, so yeah, they're... A social credit score. Understand what that... Explain that. You want to explain to what it means? Do you know you what got, it means? I know what it means. I don't, so let me know real quick. I got an idea. Uh, social credit score is basically you're getting rated. You, you're a, a horrible customer for Uber. You're a horrible <laughs> okay. customer for Lyft, and so that gets put onto your total score for how good of a consumer you are so your grubhub type or your what about like like your ollie your, your like your online experiences market uh facebook marketplace or yes. ebay what's, a, what's you, their ollie having, is that is aliexpress is that their amazon version of amazon i think it's aliexpress uh, i never heard, heard of ollie oh, or ollie alibaba yeah alibaba that's it i'm yeah. sorry i don't want to say aliexpress i think that's owned by the richest man one of the richest men in china and mm-hmm. it's the amazon equivalent of our in the usa oh a lot because of- amazon's a lot of the Amazon um, like drop shipping businesses are ordering off of Alibaba for their products, sourcing them from there and selling them through their TikTok advertisements or Facebook ads or whatever. Yeah. Because Because it's cheap as hell. But that dude is very wealthy and definitely has an agenda. And the thing is with the Chinese government, the government and corporations, just like here in America, are intertwined in a way that is... Everybody got their hands in the pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, that, is, is there anything else you want to add to that about the social media score in China? Well, I mean, it's, it's basically just... I had no idea. That's no, nice to I mean, it's that, basically, That's why I say generations, man. Well, there's a good interpretation of this uh, in Black Mirror. I yeah, don't know yeah. the name of the episode, but there's uh, one I remember what you're talking about. Uh, she's, I mean, she's trying to get to a wedding that she wants to go to, and she can't because she has a couple of bad en- encounters. Bryce Dallas that, Howard. She, that, she's the star of that. Is that who it is? Yeah, she's saying... Uh, one mean, from the, good, all the Jurassic Park episode. She's the one from all the Jurassic Park But yeah, episodes. any like your social media posts, like if you're too political one way or the other, like they will ding you. Uh, they can limit your, your driving, your ability to get on airplanes, what trains. What the fuck? If your social credit score is too low in China, they will, you can't, you can't travel. At least certain, you know, public transport or whatever. Uh, so yeah, there's some weird ass manipulations that they will put on people to get them to essentially conform. And you know, essentially... I think in a lot of the major cities, 
uh, heavily covered with cameras, like, you know, 90% of the, the areas that are traveled, if not more than that. So it's crazy. Hey, 1984 George Orwell, where Big Brother is mm-hmm. watching you, you're getting watched at all times. If you don't think there's a camera on you, you're probably wrong. And they take it, and then they're going to spread that amongst the world. We're the last bastion in the plant on the world that's a free country, that's got guns, that has the right to say whatever we want. Which is why I made the point that I made a minute ago about Freedom. the environment that we are living in currently. And our need to be accepting of new technologies, even if they're coming in the form of TikTok, the person that is trying to negatively influence the free people, there will be an answer to that. Like like it has through time. The freedom will prevail, and it's going to come in a form that the three of us probably can't even comprehend in our head what it's going to look like in a hundred years from now with the technology having evolved continuously and how we combat that authoritarian, totalitarian um, bullshit that they're trying to spread. I mean, in my opinion, I think COVID was a test. I think that was one of the tests. How how much much can can we we get out of them? And the fact that so many people, I say so many, but <coughs> I do think that there... It's a world of difference now than it was in 2020 and 2021. Right, because but everybody it, has come to their senses enough to say, look, man, I'm done. This is this is enough. Like, And it's ironic, just as people who were listening to shit before, trying to tell people when this shit started, here's what's coming, here's what's going to happen, here's what they're going to say... Now they're starting to say all of those things. Now that it's dying down, now they're coming clean about all the shit. Yeah, we're not saying that COVID is fake. I'm not saying that. My mother died of COVID. You know what I'm saying? We all here, everybody knows somebody that died of COVID complications. And by COVID complications, I mean if you do believe that, that, that the vaccine is a bad thing for certain people. And there's a lot of people out there that believe that, and it's worth discussing. I'm not going to jump into it right now. We'll save that for a future episode if you don't want to. But it's something we're going to talk about. Just because of the fact that I see it every day on social media. Every day. Somebody could be like, hey man, that dude died. Did he get the stick? And then he gets bombarded. Like there's 50 people going, you're a moron, man. Why would you even say that on here? That well, doesn't matter. Da-da-da. The Surgeon General of Florida yesterday came out with a study related to 18 to 39-year-old males and their increased risk of whatever if they had received the vaccination and Twitter censored it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So, I yeah. mean, to me, that's right there. Red flag, boom. I mean, I'm the, I'm an old man. So, that's the way I think. When when something that's big, that is uh, larger, because Twitter is probably arguably the, the largest social media in, in this country. I mean, I think TikTok may have more people because there's a younger generation for, of Americans. But still, Facebook's still up there. Don't get me wrong. Because anybody oh, that's yeah. like... 40 Facebook to 60, there's a bunch of 60-year-old people, 70-year-old people on Facebook that right. don't they, even know what just, the fuck Twitter they is. They just got started on Facebook 10 years ago yes. with their daughter being like, Mom, let <laughs> me set you up. You'll be able to see all your favorite people. Right. Yes. And they're like, tick what? Yes. Yeah, like 10 years ago. No, it was longer than that. I'm sorry. About 18 years ago, when right around the time my kids were born, I remember coming over to Nathan Future's house, actually your sister's house, and he was texting someone. And I was like, what are you doing, dude? And he's like, I'm texting this person. I'm like, why don't you just pick up the phone and call him? And I mean, this is less than 20 years ago, honestly. Uh, yeah. I was like, why don't you just call him? He's like, boy, don't nobody call nobody no more. And I'm like, 
Dude, I'm old, man. I'm old as shit. And now this dude rides around with an earpiece in, talking to his old lady all day long on the phone. That's not. That's bullshit. Because at least once a week, I tie him up for an hour. Don't <laughs> no, no. That's the worst hour of his week. But hey, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, here's Brian. He's like, fuck. Coming. He always answers the phone with a derogatory comment, no matter what it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat some of them now. Fuck face, fat boy, dickhead. What do you want, asshole? You know, those are just half of them. But yeah. And then after I start talking, like, five minutes in, I'm like, hey, man, I ain't trying to bother you, whatever. He's like, no, man, but seriously. And he'll start talking about something. And the next thing I know, I'm like, 45 minutes, he's like, oh, man, I ain't doing no fucking work. And fuck it. It don't matter. And in between, I hear him go, oh, thank you. No problem. And he'll walk away and be like, anyway, that motherfucker. And he went, he's not talking about his customer. He's just continuing the conversation. It's yeah. funny shit, actually. Yeah, you got to just work through it, man. You got to yeah. work through it. That's one shit. thing I do that younger people don't do. Like, how many people do you talk to besides your mother and your girlfriend on the phone, probably? On the phone? Yeah. I mean, for longer than three or four minutes. Like, even my Maybe mom chat. and my girlfriend is yeah. not like I'm staying on the phone that long. Yeah, because it's hard as fuck to get you to return a text. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's that age, though. I understand. It's a generational thing. I get, I'm the type of person that, like, if it's two days, I'm like, hold on a second. I texted this motherfucker two days ago. He can't spend 30 seconds sending my text back? That Mentally, that's just a stupid idea. I shouldn't even think like that because... Most of the time, if I text you, it's nonsensical anyway. But if it's an actual question, then I'm kind of like, all right, fuck him. I'm going to end up sending him some fucking make you feel guilty texts. Here we go. <laughs> and both <laughs> and, of y'all received them. Yeah. I mean, it gets back to, like you said, generational. I've yes. grown up in a generation where, you know, I was right at the edge before parents had complete and utter, like, access to you at all times. You all went out and the street lights were out and your parents didn't know what the fuck you was doing. You, If you didn't call from somebody's fucking phone that was on a wall or the fucking... I got a suitcase story I got to throw down about showing up. I I was... Uh, I, I got this, Like I said, there's a generational age difference here, but I knew his sister and uh, I hung out with this guy when he was in his early mid-teens and... I just remember one time we were on the phone all having fun, joking around, and we're talking to a radio station. And the dude's like, well, come on down here. You can come in the studio. I don't give a shit. And I was like, dude, he's going to let us in the studio. Let's go, B. Let's go. I'm like, all right, man, we'll go. So we all got in the car. It was like uh, me, him. I know. it Was it Big Chief? Yeah, Big nah, Chief. it was just us three. Me, you, and Charlie? Yeah. No Went downtown. One o'clock in the morning, go DJXLs, knock on the door. We're throwing up gang signs in front of the dude like we're cool. They let us in, and he lets these other girls in, too. And the other DJs in the other room sleep. <laughs> and yeah. we go in and make fun of him. Yeah. But then he lets us start answering the calls. So we sit there for this dude's shift so he can flirt with a girl on the phone in between the songs. And we're like, hey, man, play this, play this. So they're going through, like, picking stuff out, what to play on DJX. Oh, my gosh. It was that, so fun. That dude would have lost his job in about 12 oh, minutes yeah. today. Yeah, but it was Lucky. so funny. It was a late night shift. So yeah, like, didn't, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Dude, there was a lady come walking there drunk in her wedding dress. I'm not going to tell the rest of that story, but she did, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, in her wedding dress. She goes, yeah, but he stood me up. We didn't get married. I'm like, why do you still have a wedding dress on? And he's like, no, she's a friend of my girlfriend's. It's all good. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But anyway, I take him home. It's like, he's not even 16 years old. I'm 50, 16. Take him home. (laughs) His mom's up. He's like, you're coming in. I'm like, no, I'm not, dude. Y'all going in. And him and Charlie are like, no, dude, you're coming in. And I get to the door. His mom goes... I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you, Brian. You need to go. <laughs> you need to go, man. Get the fuck out. So, and then she didn't say get the fuck out, but you know she's like, you need to go. We'll talk about this later. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I walk out. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're on their own. All right, they'll figure it out. But nowadays, that shit would not happen. 
because the mom would be calling him, the the sixteen year old kid would be going, "Why in the hell are you in downtown right. at one o'clock in the morning? I see where your phone right. is." Right, I know exactly where the fuck you're at right yeah. this moment. Let you got twenty five minutes to get home, and you tell that fat son of a bitch that took you down there, he's getting cussed out. You know? We didn't think we were gonna be gone till seven or eight o'clock in the morning. We went to Denny's afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah. oh I don't I even want to talk about ball of the night, dude. Right. This dude Denny's, we was Denny's was. The Denny's on Easter Parkway. And anybody who knows Louisville knows that, that Denny's on Easter Parkway was known for a couple of things at like 3 or 4 in the morning. And we got to witness that. <laughs> and I remember him looking over at me and going, hey, man, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, never mind. I was like, what? You talking about all the gay people that are here? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I am. And Charlie looks at me and goes, and starts rubbing his hands. And then he, at the, at not even, I mean, so loud that people can hear. He's saying the most embarrassing shit. And then we're all laughing because that was the generation. That's, that was the time. And we wasn't being derogatory towards those people. I don't want you to think that. It wasn't being rude or anything like that. We were just being ourselves. We were talking loud, being loud. And we even had people laughing with us that was in the restaurant because that's the type of a charisma that no offense we had back in that day. So, but yeah. that's a different generation where that would never happen nowadays. Right. And so, I mean, you are today based on the experiences you had then. The person I am today. Oh, <laughs> uh, for sure. You wouldn't yeah. be the same today had you not had that experience. That contributes to your truth. And I contribute to the delinquency of this minor, but that's okay. The you know, statute of limitations is up on that. I didn't do right. too much. Right, I don't think they're coming to get you. He was going to be a delinquent either way. Yeah, I think he was. I think it was in the cards. But um, we did want to get, we're almost at the 40-minute mark. I know you guys want to talk about this Kanye situation. Uh, I, I figure if you want to, man, uh, I you probably I, I I probably think that both of you are equal. I know a little bit just from my son. You know, he's a big he's a big fucking. I feel like fan. I'm behind on it. I know I saw a couple of clips of him talking to, to Tucker. Tucker that I did, I he sounded really night. good, mm-hmm. and I saw him show up at the gala in his White Lives Matter shirt, and his explanation was really good, and then. I saw his tweet that he put out, which was a little... I was crying, me cringing. I'm a 51-year-old man. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> cringe, but I, I'll give you my reason why in a minute. I'll let, I'll let Future yeah, kick this off because... Uh, what else this did he say? Did you see the second tweet, though, after the tweet about the Jews? He said something else? I know he followed up, but I didn't when see When you it. say after the tweet about the Jews... We need to like, go, yeah, back to you. Do you need to rewind and start there? You know, these people are like, what the fuck? Did he take him down? I think he did. I think it was. There were so many screenshots. Him, but yeah, yeah, you can find where the screenshots are at. So yeah, I know one of them verbatim. I can tell you exactly what the first one was. So, it was. so basically, Kanye brought out his new line of clothes, uh, his new season, as he calls them. To make some money. And him and Candace of Owens course. shocked the world by walking out with White Lives Matter shirts on. Candace Owens. <laughs> and... They, you know, immediately he got the firestorm, you know, because, you know, you're not allowed, even though they pretend and act like it, the establishment's like, oh, free and free thinking black folks, especially, and then you get one guy. Look at this dude. I like this dude. Who's that? Nah, he's a fucking goof. Is he a goof? Nah, real bad. He looks like me. That's why I like him. (laughs) He looks like me if I was in better shape. He wears hoodies because he's got this big growth on the back of his neck that he's trying to hide. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah, I do the same and, shit. I and, wear extra size. And he extra. just had a stroke like less than a year ago, and he can't really even like you think Joe Biden struggles to make sentences. This dude is worse. You know why people like him though? They don't. 
They don't? Well, you nah. know the other people that do like him, though? They don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody, nobody likes like him? That dude. Nobody likes that dude? Nah. He's a weird dude, man. He's a... Uh, he's on Nationwide TV right now, so... Uh, of course, because he's running for a uh, senator in... I have no clue. I've seen he's him all. The, he's going up against Doctor Oz. This guy Fetterman is his name. He's got Doctor Oz from fucking Open Show. <laughs> yeah, what running. the fuck is going on, he's man? I need to watch more politics. Senator. That's hilarious to me. He's running as a senator. God damn it, I can't think. Oliver of North running? Is he still alive? Nah, he ain't running. Oliver North just is retired. Oh. New Jersey? Yes, they just said he's running. It ain't New Jersey. It's, but they, they're giving Doctor Oz a lot of. Shit. Uh, shit, because he like lives oh, in a different state like he's... than he's running right. to represent. Kind of doing like what Hillary Clinton did when she was in New York. Uh, <laughs> so, so Kanye West then went on to you know as if it's like, hey, look, I ain't doing enough to piss off the liberals, as he calls them. Uh, he goes on Tucker Carlson, and uh, proclaimed by Tucker Carlson. Uh, they were supposed to talk for 30 minutes. He said, we talked for two hours. He was like, you know, and, and, and Tucker Carlson said it was one of the most interesting interviews he's done. And he was, so they go at it for two hours, you know, good little back and forth. He lets Kanye riff on a lot of shit. And Kanye covers a lot of stuff. Um, Would you suggest people go listen to this if they're interested course, in Kanye West? Of course, 100%. Okay. 100%. Even if they're like, interested in local stuff, right? I mean, in, in I'm sorry, in uh, world news. Right now, like uh, Charlene, she doesn't necessarily like Kanye, but she texts me like, "This is good." Like, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> nice. Like, I mean, just to hear him go. Like, obviously, at certain points, it can, it can be obnoxious, but to see him just—that's that man, though. And That's and, him. It, and also to further cement Tucker Carlson, he's the man. Like, of anybody on TV, and I understand he's on Fox News, and there's not really anybody else on Fox News I even necessarily am huge on, uh, but. He definitely, and it's because he produces numbers. He makes them so much money. But he puts motherfuckers on. Like, he, you know, him having Kanye on obviously benefited him. But ain't nobody else about to have him on like that. I know well, I actually. Joe Rogan might, uh, might have him Oh, of course he would. Yeah. But Hannity's about to have Stephen A. Smith on his show here in a minute, actually, which is that ironic. That should be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I guess Stephen A. Smith got some heat for, you know, coming out saying him and Hannity are real good friends. But... So Kanye catches heat, and then so he comes out the next day or two days after and puts out a, he, he uh, a Diddy, whatever he's going by now, Puffy, Diddy, P. Diddy, Puffy, Diddy, whatever the fuck he is. He um, texts Kanye and said, hey, we need to meet face-to-face, let's have a talk. He's like, you know, about, you know, what's going on. And then Kanye says some shit back to him, like, you know, look, man, whatever Jews that told you to... You know, reach out to me and, and tell me what to say. I'm about to go DEFCON 4 on him or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he used the word DEFCON 3. And 3. He said, and he said, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jews tomorrow morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like y'all motherfuckers got to wait till tomorrow morning to hear oh, my rant. I'm going to sell it. You want the quote? I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew also. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. I don't Which, know if by you all, if he's talking about oh, the Jewish people that he's coming for that have been that's blackballed. That's implied, I would him, say. Or? I'd say that's implied, but you know, uh, that made me cringe just because the the connotation and the shock and all of it. 
it's definitely a shock and awe statement. It's definitely drawn to get attention so that people will tune into his Twitter feed tomorrow to see what he's going to say if he does actually go DEFCON 3 on this and, and why. And the anti-Semitic people and the Jewish people, I'm sure that they were offended by that. I mean, why would they not? If, I mean, the only people that are not allowed to get that's Gus I'm gonna say I'm gonna take it back, but uh, you know, if if he just said I'm gonna go DefCon three on Mexican people, and you know, uh, you guys uh, telling you what you you steal too many jobs for Americans or whatever stereotype he wants to use, you know what I'm saying? If he would have said that, I don't know if it'd have been as as much a big deal as it that's was. That's the point. I think it still would have been it no, been negatively big. received no. because because our, if you look at the big name people who are up there, they're Jewish. I mean, it's like if you're talking about Epstein, the, Weinstein, the upper, yeah, the upper echelon of the people with the money and the power. And I'm not saying they all are. I don't obviously know every one of them, but you know, there are a lot of them who are Jewish, and that's, yeah. you know, that's a part of it. You know, and I think at a certain point they had a lot of control over a lot of things, but I don't know how much. But here's what's ironic: uh, somebody called into the American Journal. Uh, which is a show on Infowars, and said, you know, there are some branches of the military, and they were like, you know, what's interesting is DEFCON 3, what it actually means, people don't realize. They think it means some kind of, you know, I, I looked it up, so I'm like, I want to make sure this is legit. So it says that it's essentially, uh, it's a yellow or a caution. Be yeah, ready. It's not, DEFCON 4 is the worst you be, can get. Be ready, be at the ready defense you know so it's more of a defensive posture than it than it is in a in offensive yeah like we've been across defcon one in the last 10 years right in our country has i think maybe even two but we've never but we've i don't think we've seen defcon three in a while it's been years and defcon four means okay your country needs to be ready for war if i'm not mistaken but yeah i know it, it goes up so three i mean it isn't like he was throwing the red one out you know what i'm saying i mean i'm not trying to defend him i'm just some people get here DEFCON 3 and immediately they think, oh, man, he's about to go ballistic. No, he's just like, I'm going to give my opinion. And that's his way of saying that in my eyes. And I'm not defending what he said. I don't even know what he said on Twitter the next day if he said anything. I haven't got that far yet. No, he, he's he basically just leaked, he just leaked the conversation, right? He put that conversation up. Which conversation? What you just read. That was, was that not That his, was his tweet. That, yeah, was, that was his was, response to, oh, okay. That was not his response to I Diddy. No, I don't know what Diddy said. Uh, no, I see Kanye. I I don't know what Diddy said to him leading up to that. Yeah, he didn't hag him in it though, did he? So no, I think that's the night before. I think. Whatever, I think what Meek, you're talking Meek about with Diddy was came the next out day. against them. I tell you what, I saw there was an article on Facebook. I don't know what it was from, but Meek Mill had said, you know, he's talking shit about Kanye. And I was impressed with how many people in the comments were like, Meek Mill, shut the fuck up. Like, you're, you don't spread a good word either in the community, so what are you coming at this dude for? Because he's trying to tell people they need to be paying attention and looking. And, you know, I, obviously the way he goes about things is different, but like he explained, in his, and if you haven't seen his rant on TMZ, go watch it. He's a lot, he's a lot more over the top during that, but it's fucking solid. It's I have nice seen. I have seen that clip in its entirety, and it is a very good clip. And he's definitely a um, outside the box thinker, and he's come to conclusions that, in his mind, are true. I don't believe in censoring anybody because I think that censorship is the bullshit. 
I'll say it. It's bullshit. Censorship's it's, bullshit. It is very much so. Yeah, that's one of the core values of our, our of our society. You can believe in what religion you want to believe in if you're living in America. Well, we said like literally the first thing we wrote down was we need to have freedom of speech. And then they were like, well, if you're going to have freedom of speech, you got to have a gun to protect yourself for the right. speech that you're having. And, yeah. And just look at what people on your TV and in your life and in the news and in everything else, whatever you consume, that are trying to take those things away from you. Whoever is supporting that, whoever is saying, yeah, well, we probably shouldn't be using this word now. We probably should be using that word. Or we should be... Maybe we do need to put more restrictions on your ability to have a gun because X, Y, Z. It's like, no. No to that, no to that. <laughs> Whoever's trying to do that is not your friend. They don't have your best interests at heart. Pay attention to that. Yeah. And it's similar to the people who are coming after Kanye West because for the same reason why they go after somebody like Alex Jones or like Trump or even like Joe Rogan when he does certain things uh, is because they... They cannot have people see the, the actual truth. You know, they, they use the method of being able to dictate the conversation so much that when somebody comes out of left field with something different, it's like, ooh, you know, people just like don't. They, misinformation, misinformation. Right, and now yeah. they've got a whole theme for it, right? It's misinformation. And, you know, they took Trump's fake news and they fucking spun it and used it and... Now they run within a way to be able to manipulate, you know. So it's it's all about that, and that's what it ultimately comes down to, and that's why they were coming after Kanye because he was he's breaking the mold. You know what is he doing talking to Tucker Carlson? He's a racist, isn't he? Like what's going on? Well, I think that the reason uh, the, one of the reasons why is I mean when you use certain terminology, it doesn't matter if people are trying to take that word away or not. I mean, and it's been that way for years. I mean, no offense. There's certain things that we can't say. I can't say now. If I was to say in public, people would be like, hey, man, don't say that. You know what I'm saying? That I said freely as a young man, and I understand that people's logic behind what they say when it comes to certain words, but when it gets to where, like, some things are offensive, you know, like, it's... Someone told me that the word moron is not socially acceptable. You shouldn't call someone a moron anymore. Spaz like, is another one. Yeah, that's recent. That was recent, yeah. And it's, if I feel like if you keep taking more and more words away, I mean, first off, they say the pen's mightier than the sword, but words cannot physically harm you. They can harm you mentally. And that's a big thing, too, mental health. I mean, that we can go with that. I think that next episode we need to do, definitely jump on that ball. But. Everybody has their mental health battles, and I think... From my generation, because I'm closest to the generation that does want everybody to kind of be nice. Be, yeah. Just be fucking nice. human. Yeah, I get you. Be nice to everybody. I am not for censorship. I'm not for telling you you can't say something. That's not going to say that I'm not going to yeah. turn my nose up at you saying it. The same way that if you were to go kick somebody with a disability in their wheelchair and kick them over, I'd look at you like, motherfucker, what, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Yeah. You know, maybe not to that extent, but well, I'm still going to look at it in the context of what it is. And so, you know, I think and that's part of why, like, when we work together and shit, I would always bring shit at you because I knew you would be like, you look at Twitter a lot. I don't necessarily look at that a whole lot. Um, you know, so you pick up your information different. So I'll bring a topic to you and like, oh, well, I heard this. And it's like, oh, okay. It ain't about being like, hey, listen to me. It's about, I'd, I'd be willing to bet 
that if you start to probe some of these topics, some of these issues, you're going to probably agree with me. That's the way I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at it like, hey, look, I don't think I'm right just because I'm like, oh, I'm right. I, you know, I've listened to a lot of shit. I've looked at a lot of shit. I've read a lot of shit. And I feel like this is why I'm coming to that conclusion. I just anticipate that you probably haven't put that much time into it. Not you, but, you know, generically you. Mm-hmm. You probably haven't put that much time into it. So if you want to check out what I'm saying, I'm not, you know, we can disagree. That's fine. I'm not going to say I'm right. Oh, yeah. But look at it. Think about it. See what it looks like. And you he's know. also, I've also, you've also heard before, I've said something to you and you're like, yeah, yeah, man, but Dylan told me this. And it didn't necessarily change your opinion, but that fact changed his way of thought about something because he was like, no, man, but, I, you know, and I forgot what it was is when y'all was working together. Which is the main reason to have this podcast yeah, is exactly. for you all to be able to hear three different perspectives on something and then you to be able to come to your own genuine perspective with all the bits and pieces you've accumulated through your lifetime and come to your own understanding. And ideally, if we all come to a common understanding and freedom and these things that, you know, helped found this country that I think we all are very appreciative of. I think it'll only continue to grow. Exactly. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I said it earlier, you know, simplest terms, easiest definitions. And also you may hear something on here where you're in the same generation as Nathan future. All right. You're same generation as that guy. And you, you hear it and you hear something. You're like, man, you know, I never thought about it like Dylan thinks about it because he's a generation below you. And it may changes, you know, just may change the way you think for a second. And then when, if that, that's good because that's a generation that you may not even converse with on a regular basis helping you. And hopefully I can do the same thing. Maybe you can be a little more tolerant towards the older generation of people and not be like, oh man, that dude's a racist, that dude's a piece of garbage, that dude's this, that, whatever. If they are, so be it. Some people are those things. But if... Maybe they don't understand things the same way you do because they were brought up differently in a different time, in a different era. And that's not making excuses for people. That's just saying that if you're brought up generationally different, then coherently, as a person, as a human being, you're going to have a difference of opinions than someone from a different generation because y'all have had different experiences in life so far. You know, and people say, oh, the older people, you need to respect your elders. No, if your elders are an asshole, you don't need to respect them. Respect's earned, not given. In my opinion. Now, I'm an old man. Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely is. But I do think that, you know, like Common you're saying, decency, but yeah. No, I mean, I think what's ironic is that they, like you said, it's not an excuse. It's not a necessarily an excuse, but what we should be in the mindset of is being more understanding to each other. Everybody, With yeah. o- More open-minded, more willing to allow somebody to be fallible without criticism, without condemnation, without being like, hey... You, you know, disagree with me on something and you didn't call me this name or you didn't, you said this word that is, you know, terrible, moron, it's terrible to me. You exactly, know? yeah. So the, this idea of an excuse is not an excuse, it's an understanding, it's an opportunity to expand your mind. And, you know, again, you want to you look at who is trying to keep you from being able to expand your mind and your thought process. Who is trying to say to you, you're not smart enough, you're not capable enough to understand this content that's being put out there, you might be manipulated. Yeah. Well, what are they so afraid of? 
What are they so afraid of you being manipulated into understanding or thinking? It's going to mess with the way we're manipulating you if you let them manipulate you, son. <laughs> it's exactly right. And so, and also, I want to put all this out there because this is going to be up on Facebook. You can definitely find it on the Anchor app. I'm going to get put up on Spotify. We'll get all the, all the different places where you can listen to it. Feel free to respond on Facebook, wherever you want, wherever this is posted, yep. with any questions. And you can direct them towards any of us. If you say, hey, I want Dylan. I want the guy who's almost 30 years old because I'm 29. I want to know his opinion on this. And then I want to know futures because this bothers me because I have friends that are future generation that totally disagree with me. you know. Yep. And these guys can come at it and maybe they can let you and your friend come to a conclusion to where you're, you're – you ain't got to kiss and be like, oh, man, it's great. We both agree. But it's common ground. And that's all we're asking you for is a little bit of common ground. We want you to listen and learn. That's it. That's the way we do it. And that's we'll have right. more topics, more things to talk about. Uh, but- and we're back. Please don't kill us. Don't kill us, man. Don't do it. Don't come after us. Don't kill us. We just want people to think. We just want them to see the light. Caroline. Open your eyes, man. Use your third eye. You know, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. They live. They live. Just put the sunglasses on, man. All lives matter. Put the goddamn sunglasses on this seat. Ooh. We're back. Episode three. If you just listened into the last one, uh, this is a special bonus one, man. We was able to cut two in a row, so this was actually cut at the same time as, uh, as the last one you just heard. But, uh, so... We're still going to try to get this out to you real quick, like, you know what I'm saying? Because we want people to listen. We want people to respond. Thank you very much. But let's get on to talking about what we need to talk about. And that is... What's it going to be? I don't know, man. I heard a lot of things about some cannibalism going on. No, I'm just kidding. That was Jeffrey Dahmer I was watching on Netflix. But uh, uh, you was they, talking they about Bitcoin for to... sure. We're going to go into Bitcoin. I know he wants a whole episode. Let's give this man his 45-minute episode, all right? Because uh, yeah, me and yeah. him had to talk about this, and he was saying that Bitcoin, in his eyes, is going to generate generational wealth in the long run. I would say that it is... Has that, high, has that possibility? More than likely going to be the case. If it is adopted at the level that I foresee it being adopted like mm-hmm. as a form of exchange uh, that is not able to be censored in the way that PayPal has threatened us in the last three days with the fines for misinformation quote unquote um, there's going to be a need for the decentralized non-censored payment forms and that's just the beginning and the most uh, immediate benefit to it is that it's going to move in the opposite direction of the CBDCs and the government controlled coins that are trying to keep up with it and just what never... was that you just said the cbdc's yes central central bank digital currencies yeah. okay. um, and those currencies are all gonna have to be backed just the same way that 
the dollar had to have Fort Knox and pictures of gold stacked up in Fort Knox to be considered credible, there will have to be Bitcoin or something that is credible in the wallets of these governments if they're going to try and have their own tokens, their own dollar bills. Is that what NFTs mean? Uh, NFT is a non-fungible token. And I wouldn't claim to be, it's like everything else on this show, do your own research. I'm just trying to spark something in, you know, someone else's brain that could be the next invention, you know, the next generation listening to this just out of curiosity because it says Bitcoin in the manuscript and he found something that led him to create what we were talking about hopefully enshrines freedom for everyone forever yeah you know uh just as much as china is trying to and others not just china are trying to push an agenda that is more authoritarian like anti-bitcoin almost uh they are very anti-bitcoin because they can't control it yeah um but even the establishment here that has recently got more positive media spin about Bitcoin, which Nick thinks that the positive media spin is just a um, like a counter op, like they want to control the optics and make it look like it's not supported by the governments when in reality it was created by the governments. And it's a fair theory, because um, everybody's entitled to it. But, you know, you can get into the mythology of it with Satoshi Nakamoto. Ooh, who is that guy? Um, you shouldn't assume someone's gender. <laughs> who is that female? Well, the same we don't know who they are. It is the creator of Bitcoin is Satoshi Nakamoto and And no one knows what they identify as? They don't know no they don't have a name for the person that is Satoshi Nakamoto. I'm not really sure if any early communications and development of the software were like via telephone so somebody could give you an idea of like if he sounded male or she sounded female. Um, but they have maintained their anonymity from the very beginning and they still, they still hold on to it this many years later. Nobody still knows who it is. They still don't know who it is, but you can, (sighs) you can see the wallet that is Satoshi Nakamoto's wallet. It has 1 million Bitcoin that have been mined in it and it's sitting there almost like a proof to the people that would say that it's hackable, mm-hmm. you know, that's a million Bitcoin. You do a million times 19,000 and you're looking at a pretty good lick. So if hackers are what every day trying to go get that. It's at 19,000. So it's 19,000 million. That's 190 million. Yeah, that's insane. Or is it more than that? No, it's more than I, that. I don't know. At three zeros. <laughs> So that would be one billion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
And when you say it's mined Bitcoin, what does that mean? It's probably like one point nine billion. What's the significance of that? My math is on point though. It's one point nineteen billion. Nineteen billion. So I said one point nine. So I missed the decimal. Old ass. I'm sorry. I should have done the Common Core math. Uh, to to mine Bitcoin isn't what your brain immediately thinks of. Like some people think of it as a physical process. It is just running a software on your computer that acts as a single spark or like intelligence in a larger like hive mind network. So all the computers in the world that are running this software are um, submitting the answer to all the transactions. So all the computers, picture them as PayPal. PayPal is a centralized um, payment method system. And so all the computing is done by a computer that's owned at PayPal and it's checking all the work and confirming that X amount of dollars went from Dylan's bank account into Nathan Future's bank account. Um, and so with Bitcoin, by running your own, running the software on your computer, it's using your computing power to answer those equations and if your computer answers the equations and all the other computers verify it for that block, you are rewarded for that block. And so there are blocks almost every 10 minutes. Um, and that's how the math works out for there being 21 million Bitcoin is that. And there's 21 million and he has one sitting there for whoever is brave enough to come and take it. If they're a hacker, if they're, they're good enough, they can come and take that 1 million. But he's so arrogant and cocky that he puts that out there and says, I dare you to come and try to fucking rob me. Yeah. That's, that's dope shit. That's gangster shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm an yeah. older man, but that's, 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 I like that. I mean, you put, when you think about it in those terms and it's been around since when, when was the day Bitcoin was invented? Um, like 20, 2008. Okay, so 2008, this is 15 years. In 15 years, he's be, still been able to remain anonymous through every major government, government in the world. They don't know who this is. That's insane. Yeah. It reminds me of the dude from Silk Road. They finally found out who he was, but he ran shit for a while, man. That motherfucker was evil. He was like, he was having assassinations at first. I mean, he did it at first, I don't think. At first, it was just like anything, though, heroin. Drugs, guns, you could sell whatever you wanted on there and you wouldn't be traced. And some people, of That's course, a very good claim movie that they know. It. If you haven't seen it, it's a very <clears> good movie they talk what, about. What's the movie? I don't remember the name of it. It's a, a Silk Road. Silk Road. Yeah, it's about the website that they finally end up catching the guy who ran it, but it's only because he got like quadruple duped. He tried, though. He was good for a while. He had a lot. There's a whole lot of people's drugs got moved. Like, that was a thing about it was people were like, this guy changed the way that people move drugs because he used a currency that you couldn't be traced. Which is one of the... I'm not saying he used Bitcoin because I'm not sure, but I, I, he used currency that couldn't be traced. I don't know. That's why he was able to do what he did. Is this a recent movie? Mm, yeah, not too long ago. I think this happened probably between 2000, 2010, somewhere around there. Mm. So when you say mine Bitcoin, is there a difference between a mine Bitcoin and an unmined Bitcoin, or is it all essentially the it, same? So, so if I want Bitcoin the is, to buy one, is it going to be mined or unmined, or is there a difference? It is going to be 
it was previously mine, but if you're buying it, it's not coming from a reward for running the software. You're just taking part in the transaction. Like you are having a transaction on the network. You've logged on to PayPal and you're agreeing to send dollar bills to somebody else for PayPal, like dollar bills on PayPal. They're just, instead of it being dollar bills, you're getting a Bitcoin. So I gave you, and so the governments are going to try to frame it in the light that it's going to be used for illegal drugs and other a tax avoidance. They already said that about Cash App and what's other <clears throat> Venmo. They say it's that Venmo and stuff because dumb motherfuckers be putting shit like weed. To, they think it's funny. They'll put that in the thing where some people won't put anything. Most people don't put anything. But the ones that do, it's crazy because they actually put what it's for lots of times. And they're giving that information free to Venmo. Well, in a lot of places, that would be perfectly fine, other than not having, like, an LLC. But you know that they're coming for eBay store owners. Oh, yeah. And so Bitcoin is a, outside of eBay. Like, if you had your own website that you created, decentralized, that, you know, operated... I don't know the amount, but in a calendar year, there's a certain amount of money you're allowed to receive via goods and services through eBay. I mean, through, uh, not, not eBay, I don't, I don't use eBay, but through PayPal Without. before you get a 1099 in the mail. Yeah. And so basically you better either have an LLC set up or know somebody that knows their taxes and have every receipt and everything else. If not, you're going to be ta- paying taxes on that money. And I don't think it's a very large amount of money. I really don't. But people that are in the business, like hardcore, a little bit harder than what I do, those people are already like, I just went ahead and got me an LLC. It's worth it. I'll give my money back and then some because I got to pay eBay fees or PayPal fees or whatever on this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, that's insane that these people are smart enough to do that. I wish I was smart enough to do that. I don't because... think there's much to it other than signing up for the LLC, really. And well, then you just maintain a certain information. Once you get the LLC, then you have to deal with all the government agencies that are wanting to verify your information. So it's just more of a headache than anything it's definitely more of a headache than listing your shit on craigslist and getting cash put into your hand and walking away from old dude that you just bought whatever you're selling yeah yeah no, i love a that's a that that craigslist is love dude i was we left up we was leaving the house i made some money off of craigslist i know uh, people that uh that was at a study that i did recently which i can just say i had to sign an nda so it was a research study but it's a nice paying gig, man. And uh, that, the funny part is they took all my information and everything and I verified over the phone and everything else. And then when I got there, they even asked to see my license or nothing. They put me on video, though. They had the video cameras and the mics up and everything. So it was fun. It was a good time. I had a good time. I didn't get bored at all. I got to play devil's advocate. I got to, I could say this much. I got to play in a mock jury. Did you ever got to play in a mock jury? That's some fun shit. Because yeah, you get to either. argue, you know. If you want to be the type of person that likes to uh, argue with somebody, you know, or likes to, oh, right, I'm going to poke you a little bit and see what kind of opinions I can get out of you, which is not a good way to be, but a lot of dudes my age are like that, you know what I'm saying? And But, yeah, you, you, you it, I found out that I wasn't the person that talked the most out of 36 people. So that made me feel good about myself because I thought for sure I would be. <laughs> but I was number two. There was a younger lady over there that had her hand up the entire time. And finally, the, the main guy that was one of the things like, okay, we're going to get opinions from somebody other than these two today. Okay, let's go. Come on, you guys. Let's go. Come on now. That's how bad it got. 
Because everything she said as soon as she, halfway in, I'm like this. Boom, hands straight up in the air like a little kid at school, you know. Yeah. Me next. I'm talking next. Me, me, me. I had people clapping. Be like, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And had the people go, no, 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 no. And when you get that reaction out of just 36 people, you walk out of there that day and people are patting you on the back. People go, hey, man, take it easy, Brian. And one <laughs> dude even looked at me, a little bitty black dude come out and looked at me. He was younger. He was about maybe 10 years younger than me. He looked at me and goes, man, you kept me from going to sleep. Put his hand out, gave me nucks. And I mean, it was just that, that, that made me feel better than the money, really. And I had a good time. And people were like, How did you have a good time doing that? I'm like, How many times do you get to say you'd be able to sit on a jury trial, you know, or even in a mock jury? It is what you make. Some it. people wouldn't like it. Some people would be miserable the whole time, you know, or whatever. And I felt like, Well, man, you're here earning. Just do it. There's lots of people that like to make what they, we got paid for that day, you know? So. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Bitcoin, Nick, or you do you get ready to somebody to Bitcoin on? No, I mean, anytime that me and Dylan talk about it, it, you know, there's always a few things that come up, which... First thing's the internet, ain't it? Yeah, which, you know... You got a good answer for that, though, man, because we talked about that a little bit outside of here, but Dylan's got a pretty good answer for that, really, because you got to have faith in the guy who created Bitcoin. You kind of do, in order to answer this question, right? The answer for the internet? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just depends on the level of attack you're talking about. It'd have to be like everything go down. It would have to be everything. If everything goes down, then we're in apocalypse mode and you're not going to be able to trade. Most likely, you're not going to be able to stop an intruder into your household and be like, look, I have this Bitcoin in this situation. Let me live. But what about if it gets hacked? It is very susceptible to hacking, but you have to, you become responsible yourself for your own banking. So instead of calling PayPal and sitting on the phone for an hour and then being able to retract your funds or whatever, if you sent it to a wallet, like you've sent your funds to a wallet, there are some people that are working in the realm of how to get that stuff back, but that is still not solved currently, you know. So it is a very, there is money that is lost right now. There's a man in New Jersey, I, I want to say New Jersey, don't quote me, go look it up for yourself, that is okay. petitioning to the city <clears throat> to go dig up his local dump where he threw out a flash drive that had like a hundred thousand Bitcoin. Like he was mining it in two thousand and eight. He was running the software. I should instead of mining, maybe I should use a term that's more user friendly. User friendly. Like he was running the software early and was rewarded for running the software early when the and so let me get back to how the twenty one million. Not all 21 million have been awarded yet. Um, A lot of them have because it was structured in such a way that after so many blocks, which the blocks happen every 10 minutes, the block contains all the transactions and where all the money moved to and where the money, the wallets that that money sits in. That's fantastic. Think about it. Every 10 minutes, that motherfucker is updating I mean, there's banks that don't update till the next morning. You know what I'm saying? And it works I'm on the weekend. I'm talking about national banks that don't, they're not time sensitive. So my question is this. So if, if I'm mining it. You're running the software. 
I'm running the software. I I'm gonna receive ultimately if I'm doing it long enough, I'm gonna receive rewards for that. Is that different than the Bitcoin that I'm gonna buy through you know At Cash App or Thornton's? Yeah, or, you know Thornton's about it. Same are they exact all thing. The same? That those are all Bitcoin. There's only gonna be 21 million Bitcoin. Okay. So, so you got they, a piece of it. If you go buy, you've you got, got a piece, a piece of, of 21 million, and you can buy a fraction. So. This is another thing. Um, a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin is like a million dollars in that token. The penny, the, the smallest denomination in using that software, Bitcoin, is a Satoshi. So a Satoshi is point zero 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 one. So is that eight zeros? I think it's seven zeros. So it's Don't so, so yeah, it's eight places. It's eight so places. Essentially you're right. You're I'm saying, right. I've looked that up before. So, so you're what right. you're saying is that in our vernacular, our monetary system now, it's like the penny. A you, Satoshi we, is like we, a penny. Well, it's actually, the, it's way less than a penny. But well, yeah. no, 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 but I'm saying the 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 kind of comparison here is that it's the lowest value. Yeah, but in he, the you got you got to think about the, the width of that too, though. Like it's like a whole football field. You and can't think about it like that. Well, and that's like why you say it's like a million dollars because essentially you're talking about units. Yeah. Units. Right. How many units within one Bitcoin? It would there be a are, penny of the million. Yeah, gotcha. a penny of a million is one Satoshi is the lowest. Uh, Fraction. The reward system is descending. So early on, if you were running the software, the reward for running the software was, was 500 Bitcoin. And so after so many blocks had been established, after there so many years, after so, yeah, time, blocks, time, after so many blocks had occurred, it the reward halves. So it went to 250 and then 125. And so it's continuing to have at this time interval mm -hmm. that is dependent upon how many transactions are occurring. It's not exact, but they know pretty accurately when it's going to end in like 100 years. And the last reward will be a Satoshi. Like before running the software in like the year 2130, the last reward is going to be one Satoshi it's the very lowest form there is, yeah. You get one and, for free. And that'll be the very end of it. So you'll have you'll have twenty million nine hundred and ninety-eight thousand or nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand and a half units in this currency, and that's all it's worth. It's like going back to the gold standard where you can there's never gonna be more made. This is what you have. And we're not going to go back and go, okay, it's round two. We're going to go put Bitcoin again. That's it. This is the end of it. This is all the Bitcoin there's going to be. The, this is it for eternity. There's not a, uh, it's not a, something where you can just go print money willy-nilly at will when you don't have any money, gold to back it up. You know, at things that like point, that. mining becomes irrelevant or it yes. still exists because it's a part of the process? Um, I don't know. I don't think you're, you have I to run the software be, to make it. make yeah. fees. Probably for the transactions, like if you are mining or have been mining and running the software, there will be some incentive for running the software, I would assume. Or you'll just, you know, if you own it, you'll have to be running the software to trade it with anybody else. And so there's track still, of it and keep it too, yeah. I mean, yeah. So once it's all 
use, the people that are trading in it are still going to have to be running the software to a degree to be able to trade it. To still maintain it. I wonder how many people own Bitcoin and have no clue what they got. They have no clue. They just bought it because someone told them it was a wise investment and they're just sitting on it and they're like, they're rich enough where it doesn't bother them to have so much of this already put back. That's fair. And then there's some people that were mining it for fun in 2010 and bought 10 pizzas for seven Bitcoin back in 2010. And now they're like, I had a couple hundred thousand that I spent on a couple pepperoni pizzas from Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's know? insane when you think about it like that. Yeah, it's a, it, it almost makes it seem, this is crazy too, it makes it a currency. But, I mean, people, currency collectors, it's a big market. People don't understand how, people, how many people do collect coins, do collect bills, oh, yeah. do collect foreign bills and things like that. I never thought anything about it at all. And then like money started interesting my son. So, you know, then I would start paying attention to it in, in like the, the, like a lira or a, or a peso or how much difference people, different you know, pounds and, and stuff and how much uh, different people's money is. So this ties back into the wars and the money printing machine that we were talking about in our previous episode. Yeah. But um, the oil exchange universal oil exchange occurs using the dollar bill yes um and so a lot of other currencies have had inflation rates that make ours look minuscule um because they aren't the universal standard they don't have that maybe because i'm yeah i think the 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 lower I don't want to say like third world because that's an inaccurate description. Actually, when you people say third world country, they usually mean a shithole country. I'm just kidding. They usually mean a, a country that's you know that I said that because you know, but um, right. That's what people think. And actually, third world just it has to do with World War Two, and it's a totally different definition of what people say. When I say th- a third world country, I mean a country that isn't. It may have impoverishment more than the United States, even though this, the United States is way more impoverished than people think. If you don't believe me, let's go to Detroit right now, okay? Let's go to places right, right here Chicago. in Louisville. Yeah, Chicago. Louisville. Let's go places right now in Louisville. You know that we definitely the three of us in one car should not be at. Oh, it's only ten thirty. At least an hour from now, an hour from now, ten thirty. I'd still be a little worried, but an hour from now, I would not want to be there. And that's that's a terrible that you have to think that way. You shouldn't think that way in the city of Louisville, but it's been that way. There's a, we have a lot of deaths here, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, I mean we're, we're, we're like 16th largest in the, in the, in the country. And, and it's a growing trend across the country to release criminals and let them out and let, you know, by way of uh, social justice. You know, if you happen to be a person of color is the new term they like to use, which is kind of weird because it's just kind of an odd formulation oh, of, of colored people. Kind of, really. It's, it's kind of odd, you know. People of color, not much different than colored people, right? Just <laughs> rearrange the words a little bit, but well, I think they, one's they, offensive, one's okay now. Well, no, the people of color, I think they put that in there because they want to incorporate a wider umbrella and they're trying to become more <clears> than <throat> it just being... 
just some one certain thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, 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 no, I kind of, I, I kind of, I, I think it's a. I'm, I'm happy with it. I mean, I don't want to. How's it much different than colored but, people? But what's it's my not point, much though? different. And oh, where the, wise, where wise, it isn't. And I mean, and that's only because of a stigma. That, it's apples and oranges, to though. To, to me, that that kind of stuff's apples and oranges because I know it is the oh. Oh, they got it. They got it. That, sorry, we were watching a field goal attempt, forty-seven yarder, baby. Uh, that was nice. But uh, record, I don't know they had that shitty record. But no, there's a and you know Damn, if, I'm trying to sell a hoodie of theirs. If you wanna if you wanna try to start looking at why and what's going on, I mean this kinda goes to a, a bigger picture of you know, really powerful people putting uh you know, people in positions <coughs> to change laws almost unilaterally, you know, how laws are applied, you know, and, and not have to go through states le- legislators and their lawmakers but they just say hey look here's a new policy we're instilling as the police so now we're gonna or, or as a district attorney here's what we'll we're not gonna necessarily charge these people we're gonna release them out let them you know go live and then they just keep committing crimes you know and so and it's starting to become a thing here in Louisville you know there you know we got somebody that's wanting to try to do it uh, or at least people around them I guess the direct district attorney. I don't know that is, but but we're getting there ultimately, right? It's, uh, it's a a leftist thing that's being used right now. Not to say that it's not more establishment than left, but it is that ideology, that group of people who are pushing this, this, and it's nationwide. You know, it's all over the place. You can watch the news every day, see stories of people getting stabbed, beat up, robbed. You know, they. I don't like seeing either, but it seems like that's almost like even every news station. They have one. Like, that steak looks good as shit. I mean, I'm I'm not a huge Qdoba guy, but that looks good. Oh, I know it, man. I thought the same thing when I saw this other day. Oh, I'd rather have queso on there than that guacamole. Oh, that both. Yeah, both. But yeah, no. Go ahead, I'm it. sorry. No, no. We were like, just I'm talking a fat about, hungry, dude. I, mean, I see food on the TV. I get distracted for a minute. Oh, fuck no. yeah. Crime is up. It's just up nationwide. And, you know, that's that's something that in the upcoming elections, you'll see that it gets talked about. That'll get brought up from the right. They'll talk it, about it a we're, we're cutting this. We're almost to the... We're, we're, about, less the, than, we're about, about a little over a month, I think, away. Yeah, from. we're also going to say we're almost to the middle of uh, of October when we're dropping this. So we'll be back in time for the elections, and we'll have some election talk on here locally. Uh, something we think, if these guys think, uh, they're a little bit more versed on that. But at the same time, I'm going to try to dip my toes in a little bit, too. About nationally, we think that may change the picture. And you have a right. I'm going to tell you this right now. That I guarantee you everybody says yes. People always say, oh, man, I'm a skeptic myself. I'm like, my vote don't mean nothing. But all the politicians are bought and sold. Just the fact that there is people on this planet right now that will never in their life have a chance to vote on anything. I get my ass up and I go vote every chance I get. Yeah. And I think everybody it's here... I think, yes. And don't get me wrong. In my dad's age, which is a, two generations above me, right? you didn't ask somebody who you voted for. You just didn't do it. It wasn't done. We've talked about that before on here. But you just didn't do it. But now that's a topic of conversation you'd get into in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? Uh, because you're comp- I think it's definitely a uh, hot button issue. Yeah. Like I'm not bringing it up at the funeral, I don't oh, think. Oh, no, but, no. There are some people that might, but hey, it's okay. Happen. Some people, that's what they're passionate about. I like people that talk about what they're passionate about. I think, I look at it a couple of ways. I think, you know, obviously the older generation, they they held themselves in a different decorum than what we do now, for sure. Much higher standard than what we do now. 
but I, I, you know, since I didn't live then, I don't know if the whole we don't talk about religion or politics was because of that or was it more of the shaping of society to get people to be able to start to distance themselves and or to put a stigma on having a particular political view either way. Yeah. You know, you leave and you're like, dang, was thing that was dang Lucille, I didn't know Ricky liked to think like that about guns, did you, honey? And no, I didn't know, you know. like, No, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, there were still people that did come out and talk about politics. I mean, especially, oh, it really sure. got, it was, I mean, it's happened all along, through our whole history, mm-hmm. from George Washington all the way to Donald Trump, all the way to Joe Biden, every single president we ever had, there's been something going on, something happening. There's, I mean, you, you have hills and valleys, you know, uh, but at the same time, I mean, like you may have a couple of presidents here and there where, no, no offense, I don't remember a whole lot of, there was probably some dirty shit happened during the Jimmy Carter administration, but as I'm trying to think, like I don't think of anything large. It's kind of like it was one of the boringest administrations, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There wasn't, it was, I mean, of course people complained about inflation. It was a, a rough, you know, four years I think he was in, but that was about it. And I, I'm, I'm the only one old enough here to remember Carter. Y'all don't remember Carter at all. Y'all barely probably remember all, Bush. All I know about Carter is I see that dude still out fucking building the homeless people houses and shit. Like, yeah. He's a fucking yeah. dedicated servant. I can appreciate that. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. I, I, you know what? Like I said, and he came out. Everybody came out to, after him. I don't give a shit. There was something, something dirty, something bad. And it, the vice president's got even real bad. I'm sorry, man. Dick Cheney, dog, fuck you. That's oh, just God, yeah. awful. Just awfulness. But, you know, uh, that's only because I watched the movie. I don't really mean fuck Dick Cheney. I didn't say your real government name, so fuck you. But anyway. <laughs> that's how old people think, man. They they remember. They remember that that was a bad time in my life. Those four years were not a good time. And you profited. <laughs> off a lot of stuff that was real bad, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's been others that were bad too, but you know. Yeah, we're living through it right now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that guy we was talking about last episode, man. He it's the first president I think since. I could be wrong. I think they said in fifteen, sixteen to twenty years. I'm not sure that has got live. On the mic and said threatened someone and said, "Hey, you know, we we're quite possibly going to use nuclear weapons." Yeah, he was at a fundraiser and used the term something reference Armageddon. Like they wouldn't that wouldn't even have got out had somebody not been there to put it out. Right. They were like, um, you probably shouldn't go hang out at the beach around other individuals because you might get COVID and now they're like, fuck it, we might blow this shit up, y'all. Like it it might happen. But I hate to bring it back to Bitcoin. No, go ahead. Um and really, it's not even Bitcoin. Like, we're talking about Dick Cheney and these war profiteers and this money that's getting siphoned off through taxation and inflation. Um, you know, possibly Bitcoin is the establishment's end goal, and they're pushing us towards that because they can control that more. So, what would be the alternative from either of your perspectives? Like, what is your opinion on going back to the gold standard and, you know, deflation, like pulling money off of the market? And so, you know, 
your purchasing power is going to get smacked in the mouth. But if we as a nation were like, we got to be on something that makes sense. This can't just be fake Fugazi money. Right. So, you know, that would be the only alternative. Like if, if the Fed is in control of Bitcoin, then the Fed has all the possibilities covered. What would be the going back? What would be retreating to ground that is... Um, safe ground. You see it? Yeah. Uh-uh. Nah. Just, oh, you didn't see his knee? Oh, nah. God. I don't know. You know, I, I really don't. Um, I, I mean, don't, it'd be the, uh, we're so far now, I don't think we, it's a p- possible for us to go back to the gold standard. It would be hard. I mean, I think it's, everything's possible, but it would be very, very difficult. But the, I did, they did supposedly find some gold recently, like, that is the equivalent of the amount of gold that's already been found in this world. So Africa, that means gub, yeah. gold just doubled. The but total I, circulating, well, not circulating. They haven't mined the gold, but but price of gold is already know, going down. They know exactly where it is and how much it is. You know, it's they're gonna going to get down. some bidders coming after it. But yeah, but I heard it's already going down. Gold's been going down because well, of, of course, gold and silver. And I'm not saying not to buy gold it, or so. silver. Yeah. I'm just saying that you should probably consider putting Bitcoin into your. Just into your, you get a random moment and you feel like watching a couple of YouTube videos. There are people that explain things to a much more understandable degree than I do. I try to go layman's terms and the way that I understand it because right. that's the only way I can present it is the way that I understand it. I understood a lot better when you say if you equivalent to a penny that, you know, a Sayachi is a million dollars. It's, you know, Satoshi? It's a <laughs> Satoshi. I said, I, that's what I said. A Sayachi bed. That's what I said, man. Satoshi. 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 No, I mean, I think the concept of it is great. Um, you know, what can we do different? I don't know. I mean, obviously, the way that the, our current administration and really Trump was bad about it, how much money we print, it just destroys, you know, everything uh, as far as what the dollar does and what, you know, what the rest of the world does. So we just, we're digging ourselves into a hole. But what's interesting is this, though. We can be so far in debt and we can have all of these things function. So realistically, if you think about it, we're really almost operating on a service-to-service, almost like this fucking huge, I don't know, Ponzi scheme is the right word, but like a huge uh, barter system. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, money is nothing essentially other than the fact that you got to be doing the right type of jobs to get the right type of barter. You, you know got to be I mean? moving the money. The money needs to be moving. If the money is sitting in one spot, it's getting eaten up by inflation and all kinds of other, you know, taxation. They're still coming to get it, even if you know you died and passed it to your kids. They're coming to right. get that money. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you this, man. And this is a, a stone cold fact. You can look it up. I'm not trying to talk out my ass, but in America, there is well over a hundred thousand millionaires. And that seems like a low number. But think about that for a minute. There's well over 100,000 people that are millionaires on paper. So and eat, if you're a millionaire in the United States of America, 99% of them, 99, that means there's only 1% of these motherfuckers of this hundred and over 100,000 that do not have at least seven different streams of income every single month coming in. Oh, yeah. Seven streams. So... 
Think about it. The more streams of income you have coming in, even though you're getting taxed more, even though you're spending more, even though your inflation's hitting you harder, but every single form of income you have coming in your door is a good thing. It's always good. The more money you got funneling in, especially when you get to the point where you have way more money funneling in than going out, you're kicking ass taking names. Yeah, Yeah, you're you're kicking ass taking names. I'm not talking about besides just saving. I'm talking about when you're overall actively making money. Yes. I mean, and you're out, if people call it hustle, grinding, whatever, you're out there and every single month, at the end of the month, you have more than you had last month. Period. End of story. And it's rising every time. You got more coming in than you're going out. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. They're like, shit, man, I'm having a hard time just making, you know, just making ends meet and shit. Sometimes it's hard to even, you know, get together. All right. Well, to me, in life, that is one of the first things you should have straightened out. As a man, as a person, as a as a as an adult, you should make sure that your money's right. Now there is occasions where everybody falls into problems, but you should always make sure that your money's right. And I think that's another thing that all three generations can agree on. Even you be only being not even thirty years old, you know yourself that your life is not going to be right if your money ain't right. No, shit is good stuff. Yeah, I mean they say people say money can't buy happiness. Bullshit! It greases the fucking wheels. I guarantee that. Well, yeah, it's it's a necessity. You have to. It's the it's the ultimate form of manipulation. It's, it's the, but it's also the second best bet commodity the, in the world that we have. The first is time. I'm sorry. I I disagree with you all day long, but time. But after time, because time actually disappears. You know, and my grandpa told me you're, you're gonna make money, you're gonna lose money your whole life. But I think time's a bigger commodity myself than money. Some people disagree. I think ideally we all would love to be have streams of income that require as minimal amount of time while providing plenty of service to others you know because our own time is valuable money is essential in the current systems that we've created and even in previous like a barter system your time spent fucking milking your cows to trade for your fucking meat you know, you're, it's all, you're going to have to work like working is, can be fun, but I think all of us would like to have, like you said, six other streams that are working when I'm not busting my ass. You still got some fun on it. And that's the way to go. And I've heard somebody that I have a lot of respect for and he made the comment. He's like, if you live a, a, even a halfway decent lifestyle, once you acquire $3 million in the bank, you should have your fun everything should be set up you should be good to go because once you hit that three million dollar mark you technically if you're smart you've already had your streams built everything to go you're never going to work again yeah people are like you know oh if i get to one million i'm never going to work again i'm like you could say that now but i'm an older oldest man here and if i had a million dollars i wouldn't stop grinding i wouldn't stop hustling i would still be out there trying to make money so I think the essential question when it comes to Bitcoin is how much is enough? What no, what should money be? Like should you be able to save your efforts without the fear of inflation ta- taxing you on a regular basis mm-hmm. for those initial efforts? Should my efforts be diminished in value and purchasing power? just because we've moved further in time, like I haven't spent my efforts on anything yet, I'm being punished for being fiscally responsible with my money. Yeah, ultimately they want you to move that money around. They don't want it just sitting around. Yeah, exactly. 
because the people that have it sitting around in huge gigantic piles, they're the ones that make all the put make all the decisions, push all the buttons. Yeah, people don't like that, but it's true. Yeah. Bitcoin is going to behave in a different type of way. Instead of being inflationary, it will be deflationary. We will be moving closer to a dollar equals a Satoshi until a dollar equals a Satoshi. And so when a dollar you know, equals... When, do you think that... What you said that may, I don't know. I, hate I, won't, I won't see that. You won't see it? Maybe your son? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that because the way that they keep acting with this dollar, I don't. It it's not gonna last. I think it might last that long. You think you, you he may see it? He's a young man. I think we might see it. I may not even see a fucking other bridge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm old as fuck, dude. Well, shit, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying. I get that you got high cholesterol. That's fine. Dude, I ain't got no high shit. I, nah, nah, I I'm bring forty five minutes to <laughs> hell. I work out every day. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. But I mean, I think I mean the way that they operate with the the economy and all the money and the fucking these. Fake wars, man. Like it's, you know, it could be a problem. Huh? You know, you got countries not wanting to take the dollar for oil. That's a problem. Big problem. Lots of times things happen that are. Uh, um, when it comes to oil, then you got a couple of different sides of the coin. There's some people that make their money off coal still, and a lot of people hate coal, but there's still coal towns left in America. Where if the if the coal mill runs dry, then there's a whole lot of people out of work. And it's happened already a bunch in America. I mean, I'm not trying to be woe is thou and stuff. But when if we do ever switch over to an electric automobile and there's more people in America that own an electrical automobile than own a gas-powered automobile, that's going to really hurt a lot of different industries. The natural gas industry, the coal industry in the long run, everything. So... That's something else people, I don't think people are thinking, oh, it's going to do so much better for the climate and environment, but is it going to do better for the American people? It's not going to be even better for the climate. You still got to use the fucking electricity to charge it. And what causes electricity? Uh, oil of some kind. Fossil fuels, coal. Or, or oil. And then you also got the mining of these components that they need for the batteries. That just happened to be done in far lesser countries than America, right? Africa and Asia and all these places, Brazil, wherever they got to do it. They got these fucking like slave laborers getting this shit. And you don't think mining that's terrible? We're just going to mine that forever? We want to talk about limited resources. We're going to be able to get lithium forever? I mean, you know. That's, um, that's it's, isn't that just a chemical? I don't know what it is, but it's on it's the bariatric table, right? So I mean, it's a, just a chemical, basically. I'm not sure exactly what goes into a lithium battery. I know that it is some uh, lithium. Mineral, it. There are some minerals and whatnot that are rare. Yeah. Uh, that are essential to these batteries, and ideally, I think the hope is that eventually you'd be able to figure out a way to make it without the finite negative stuff yeah the stuff that you I mean the dude is landing fucking rockets from outer space that's crazy too because I I, it's not a good movie I'm not recommending this movie but in this movie called Morbius by by Sony it's about a Marvel Comics character I I just watched it yesterday it's awful dreadful movie but uh, they, they actually he did actually create fake blood 
And that was something that made me think that with all the technology we have, you can almost, I can, for the right price, I can almost have myself a clone of myself now. I can almost do that. It's almost possible. It's very fucking close. It probably is possible. Who knows? A genetic clone, probably. Yes, of my exact self. I'm not talking about a son. A son is a piece of your DNA. It makes up a piece Jeffrey of another DNA. Was doing, man. He was coming up with clones. That was part Who? of what he was doing. Jeffrey Epstein. That's part of what he was doing was trying to create clones. He wanted to have, get as many girls pregnant as possible to get offspring so he could do experiments on them and shit. Where'd you hear this? Uh, Alex, Alex Jones. <laughs> like, uh, he didn't want to give him his credit. That sounds like some far-fetched shit, but then at the same time, it kind of don't either. Because, like, immediately, as soon as Jelaine Maxwell... Gates was doing over there. As soon as Jelaine Maxwell, as soon as her ass came up, got, before she even came to the stand, they was like, first off, we're going to say this. She's talked, she's, t- she's, she's came and helped us out. Well, everybody's fucking dead. How much help is she going to be? Seriously. Everybody's dead. If everybody's dead, how much help can she be? She fucked up. She did this evil shit. She needs to go to jail. They're already being like, okay, well, first off, we're taking like life off the table. The most she's getting is 40 years, guys, or some crazy shit. Do y'all remember that? She's like the only person that they're like, okay, we're going to find you guilty of facilitating a crime, but we're not going <laughs> to tell you who you facilitated the crime for. I'm not going to worry about it. We're not going to go after them. Yep. We as the like- media who prosecute people for saying the, the, the N-word on Twitter 12 years ago... We're not going to go after the kitty porn, the kitty molesting fucking demographic. We don't really care about them. Like, that's okay. And it, the cra- absolute crazy thing about it is that when I, because when I, I, I did, I didn't do a deep dive, but I did a fairly decent one of those, you know, one of those sitting around, I'm bored, I got 45 minutes, and next thing you know, you're, you already left, but you just went in a dive on Epstein online and then you start going here and there and you're finding out weird shit or weirder shit and then you're like holy shit and you see the cloning stuff but then you look at Jelaine Maxwell and you see how she was fucking ruthless enough to where she would, did not care about 15 16 year old girls zero fucks zero fucks she didn't care she would bring them in and be like they said the 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 cringe and the awkwardness of some of the stuff and she said Jelaine Maxwell asked this dude would be sitting there and like Touching these young girls, Jelaine Maxwell's looking at her like, it's going to be okay, just relax, everything's okay. I think to myself, bitch, you're evil. That's some evil shit. Yeah. That's bad. That's evil. You need I mean, to, that's a different kind of evil. No, I don't think it's like Jeffrey Dahmer cannibal style, but it's, it's bad. Act like she perpetuated it, right? Like she was more the driving force to it than he was. Well, lots of people say she was definitely like, uh, it was like 1A, 1B. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And, um, but yeah, and, and we just Is there been an ending to that yet? I mean, she's in jail. That's, but that's it, right? It, it might be up for appeal. I don't know what they're doing with it. But yeah, I mean, they already said that the little black book that had everybody's information, they're not putting that out. They're not going to release that. I mean, that should tell you everything you need to know right there. I if mean, they're not releasing it, that means that there's at least like one to two names of people that are major fucking top of the world money-wise. The names on that book. Everybody knows for a fact that Clinton's was in that, on that plane. Bill Gates was over there. You got the royal family. And yeah, all that world. Prince Andrew dude was around. You know what I'm saying? There's a documentary now on uh, Hulu, I think it is, about Prince Andrew's fall from Grace. Yeah. I heard it's pretty good. 
What do you mean? I don't sweat, so I don't know who she's talking about. He does. He's got that accent, too. One of the, the girls, thing one is, of the girls he, he, line, he would have been king, wouldn't he? Uh, I was him or that, but... Oh, shit. One girl nice. referenced that he sweat a lot. And he was like, that's absurd. I don't sweat at all. It's like, you don't sweat. Everybody <laughs> sweats, dude. I get sweat off my face. My face starts sweating. It's awful. My whole shirt will be drenched. Hey, I'm sweating just talking about this. Are you it's really? It's getting hot in here. It, uh, yeah, we had the hey. fan on. But yeah, it was, it's definitely getting warm. You didn't catch what I was putting down. Now. What was you putting down? <laughs> From the conversation, I'm sweating out of fear for our lives. My life, please don't kill us. You ain't fucking kidding, man. It's about that time, man. Please do not kill us. Come on back, man. Listen to some more. I know there's a. You may think there's a little bit of babbling going on, but we're gonna get some topics up. And uh, this is kind of an extra episode. We're just throwing out there to see, you know, get some feelers. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Future, take us out of here, man. Please don't kill us.